Batman Universe. Greetings and welcome back to the Batman Universe. This is episode number 100, and uh, we appreciate you downloading the show to hear all the latest Batman news for this week. I am Andy DiGenova. I'm Brian Crosby. And I'm Jamie McGow. So let's get started with your Batman news for the week. First of all, we will start, as we always do, with movies. Batman v Superman, the big story. As shooting continues, we are getting more and more spy pics of what's going out on the streets of Detroit. Uh, and we have glimpsed Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Wearing a delightful bonnet. I mean. Yes, yes. Or, or Jesse Eisenberg and Little House on the Prairie. Right. Because, who is he kidding I was thinking that? more like vacation when he's going through the desert with the thing over his head. Oh, uh, yeah. Kind of like that. Pants? Yes. Wearing denim Wearing pants, pants, pants on his head. Can we talk about the fact that this was the most last-minute hiding job ever? Like, he was walking out of the trailer and was like, oh, maybe I should hide, too. And, like, there was a handkerchief, like, wadded up on the desk, and he just grabbed it and went out. Like, who are you kidding? I mean, it's just this... If you're going to cover up... Everybody else gets a lovely black cowl. Yeah, they get a cool Jedi robe and all this. And poor Eisenberg is like, well, I guess I have to cover my hair. Like that, Here's a doily. Yeah, be no, on your way. Nobody even cares about Eisenberg. They're like, yeah, well, there he is. But what's his hair look like? He's like, my hair's getting more friggin' pressed than I am. Holy cow. But, I, I mean, obviously it makes sense. But they're hiding it because people, people yeah. care. Bald legs, yeah. That's yeah. a big deal. That's how it always is, so... But then there was a picture that just showed up, I think it was this morning, where he posed for a picture with a fan, and, okay. and it, he, it clearly looks like a wig that he's wearing now, like, like, like he's just he's out and about town, uh-huh. and wearing a wig that does not look like his own hair, leading people to believe that he is shaped, bald. that he's completely bald. Now, here's a question. Will he be wearing wigs throughout the film, like Gene Hackman? Or will is the wig just for when he goes to the Seven Eleven to get a slurp? <laughs> He's got a pretty distinct hairstyle. Like if he Who, is wearing Eisenberg a wig, or yeah. Lex Luthor, well, both. But in this case, Eisenberg. <laughs> He's got. It's so hard to say Eisenberg without saying Heisenberg. Like thinking of not break, for me Breaking Bad. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm alone. I'm alone in that. Um, he he's he's got like big hair already, you know. Generally, so yes. if you were trying to throw a wig or, on that, or a very small face, yeah. Either way, he maybe has a tiny, <laughs> he has normal tiny sized head. hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, which that'll come if he has his head shaved. We'll see exactly how tiny this dude's head is. It's like I didn't realize what a pinhead he had. But uh, it'd be tough to hide a a wig or hair underneath. His already big hair, you know what I mean? Like, if he has a wig on, I feel like that's going to be really obvious. So, you know, if he is wearing a wig, it's, to me, it's going to be... They do it. I mean, they're able to take, you know, women that have long hair, and they're able to really kind of paste it down and tuck it in. Yeah. Movie magic, you know. Like Karen Gillum at Comic-Con. Right. When she she unveiled her bald head, people did not realize she was bald. So there are good wigs out there. And with the budget of a Batman v Superman, I think they can afford a good wig. Hopefully they didn't raid the old lost uh, bin of wigs. If you guys are lost fans, that was a brutal set of wigs. I don't know if you guys watched lost. No, I never watched lost. I did, but I never thought about the wig component. Oh, always the the flashbacks. Especially uh, Jack yeah. really yeah, had bad wigs. Uh, that's true. Like, and Arrow, Arrow has some bad wigs yes. from time to time. Yes. Bad wigs very, can very ruin <laughs> everything in a film because that's, that's all you look at. Once you see that bad wig that you know, I mean, it yeah. has to be. It has to not be distracting. That's the biggest thing. If it's going to be bad, that's it better be I at least see. subtle. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. all you're going to look at. That's like, my issue with Elizabeth Shue in Back to the Future Part Two. Is that wig is so bad. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh my god, like, you really couldn't have just styled her hair and dyed it? Like, you had to get her that frizzy wig? Yeah, it is really weird. You're right. So, so let's discuss Back to the Future on the Batman universe. <laughs> yeah, let's So we've hit always. Lost. We've yes, hit Back we, to the Future. We did. Um, yeah. the, the important thing is that it appears Lex Luthor <laughs> will be bald, which he should be, so... That's good. It's a it, it, it's so easy <laughs> to do. There you go. There like, you why go. would you know, it? Why we are starving for news? <laughs> I know kids. we really are. <laughs> Lex Luthor, a bald character, will most likely be portrayed as bald. Breaking news today. Okay. <laughs> I liked it better when we were talking about old Scoot all the time. Scoot has the week off. Okay. What do you think Scoot's doing? He's still wearing the socks right now. 
Guaranteed. I like to think he is. Of course he is. Yeah. He's not taking those off. He's dedicated. At this point, people wouldn't recognize him without the socks. Yeah, exactly. Like, who's this guy? And oh, since you, since you brought it up, numerous sources since last week have come out and said, he's not Jimmy Olsen. Okay. So, okay. which I didn't buy in the first place because Jimmy Olsen isn't a forty-year-old man, so I didn't think he was. But well, anyway, there's he could have been a woman in the last film, but he wasn't. But he wasn't. Yeah. So being so, a forty-year-old man is not out of the question. So yeah. anyway, but he's, the, the odds of him being someone injured by the Battle of Metropolis are very high. The odds of him being Jimmy Olsen very very low. We shall see. Uh, but in Batman news, an actual Batman news on BVS. Uh, Are you implying that wasn't Batman news at yeah, all? Yeah, Lex Luthor is, it's on the fringe because it's in the movie, but it's really not Batman news. Close enough. I disagree. I think it's totally Batman well, news. Jamie, as soon as you start your Superman podcast, you can debate that. Thing. He's in B vs. S. All right. That's Batman news. It's, it's lead. Uh, oh, so, crap. So, so rumored to be a, a big action sequence being filmed uh, on a seaside port area of Detroit. A big Batmobile uh, sequence supposedly yes. being shot. Yeah. We've been Ooh, waiting ah. and hoping yeah. for that reveal, full from, reveal of the Batmobile. Yeah. From that first uh, tease of the Batmobile, we talked about it and we were like, oh, that must mean they're going to be doing some street shooting with the Batmobile soon. Right. And we're going to get the spy picks. And then... Nothing. And, so, and literally every week, yeah. we all looked at each other and said, "We thought this is the week. Yeah, this it's is happening. It's happening now. They're starting to film. They've got to have the Batmobile out on the streets, right? Uh, well, it's hilarious because that was the first thing we saw, and that's sort of the only thing we haven't seen since then. You're right. Really. It is. It is yeah. interesting. Like, that was it's, the thing we thought we were going to see first. Yeah. We were. It was like that's going to be out there, and then all this other stuff we were unsure of, and we've seen. Well, not everything else, but as far as the big but stuff. But a lot. Yeah, a we've lot. seen a lot. And the Batmobile is still kind of mysterious. It's still under that tarp. Yeah, exactly. Metaphorically speak. Which is kind of cool. Like, I kind of I kind of dig it, you know, that there's still that big, you know, big reveal with that coming, you know, or at least, I don't know, you think they'll still do a big promo image? I think I think they will. If, if this rumor ends up being true that they are going to be shooting out on the streets, I think because they made such a big deal of it with that first photo, right, that that monochromatic black and white photo where we got Batman uh, and a piece of the Batmobile, I think there is a hero shot of the Batmobile that we'll be getting at some point. That would be my guess. <laughs> that would be excellent because I need new wallpaper for my laptop. So. Yeah, Agreed. Totally. Yeah, so I hope you are correct. <laughs> Agreed. So, but anyways, this uh, big action sequence supposedly has Batman himself uh, standing on a crane. Uh, big action. Uh, lots of stunt doubles. So the, uh, the core cast may or may not even uh, be present. But we're hoping that Someday soon, we're going to be seeing that Batmobile. In my mind, it's like in his, uh, you know, where he's like remote controlling the Batmobile, maybe up on that crane. You know, like who is he? Iron Man? He doesn't ride in it. He just remote controls it for a whole movie. Sometimes, sometimes, Andy, it's really cool. All right, <laughs> I like to think he's the Toy Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's strap well, little bombs to the Batmobile. To, to be fair, Batman can stand uh, atop just about anything for no reason at all because that's just what he does. And, he looks over and Gotham, look awesome, and he looks awesome. <laughs> Um, you know, I'd, I'd watch two hours of him just standing just, on buildings, yeah, exactly. with, with his cape flapping. Here's this guy. Let me be honest. Here's that guard. I'd buy it. Oh yeah, we all would. <laughs> we all, all the true fans would. I'd like to watch him for two hours trying to get up to the top of a crane with that big clunky Dark Knight Returns armor on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, guys. It's going to be totally worth it. I'm going to look sweet at the top of this thing. <laughs> Dear people, my cardio is lacking. <laughs> Dear Pete Holmes, we have your next skit. Yeah, there you go, man. Exactly. Yeah, do it. Uh, moving on to DC Universe. News. Actually, you skipped over one. Oh one crap! Quick thing, Jamie. Oh. But it's a quick thing. Oh, you're right. Okay, it, sorry. It, this falls in line with news like Lex Luthor being bald. Oh right, which <laughs> is have, not Batman news. Which is not Batman news, according to Brian Crosby. So, so other in other non Batman news. Uh, Clark Kent has been spotted on the streets, so Henry Cavill in full Clark Kent garb is out there walking Detroit in front of the Gotham City Jail, and uh, he looks good. He looks exactly like he does at the end of Man of Steel. <laughs> I love this. Go Clark. We you really know? are reaching for the Batman news, man. I mean, when we're like, He's in front of Gotham yeah. City Jail. <laughs> Clark true. Kent is walking around in this movie being filmed. Like, we're just... <laughs> 
Of course he Some is. Some weeks are quieter than others. Okay, right. Jamie. No, hey, I I just think it's funny. And we've right. got but people I'm just, out there who want to hear about it. I love it too. Okay, and I want to hear about but it. But what so. I do, what I really love is, with, as far as Superman is concerned, Clark Kent looks like Clark Kent. Yes. Superman looks like Superman. Right. Yes. The hairstyles are in sync. The glasses, everything. It, it's. Exactly the way I'd want it to look. No, I agree. So, I agree. He looks awesome. That's comforting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Agreed. Okay, I guess now we can move now, on. Now you can now move, move on. Now move on. In, in other non-Batman news. <laughs> in other non-Batman news, uh, The Rock finally is confirmed to play his superhero role as Black Adam in Shazam. Is Shazam confirmed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. was... I was not sure about that. Okay, well, but there, well, there was that whole other thing this week that you know uh, it was kind of revealed and then taken back, or you know, did that uh, Warner Brothers had uh, had uh, had registered the domain? Re- yeah, names. registered. The, thank you. The domain names of Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Shazam, and Justice League. Was yeah, that, was that the other one. Yeah. So and so, everybody thought that was brand new news, but it turns out those domain Does, names have been registered years ago. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's pretty confirmed that Shazam is a film, and well, they they announced they announced The Rock, and they announced the writer, and now uh, the president of New Line is talking about it. So that, I think that's confirmed. And, and speaking that, of our no jokes policy, <laughs> yeah, we've broken that crap. We blew that. Well, I just think it's so funny that uh, New Line president Tony Emmerich uh, immediately comes out and says this film is going to have a tone in and of itself. And it's going to have, quote, a sense of fun and a sense of humor. He said it's not going to be Guardians. It's not going to be a Marvel movie. It's not even going to be Man of Steel or, or Dark Knight or anything we've seen before. That Shazam is going to be a totally new thing and have its own tone. Which I think is awesome. And I think people have been reading almost too much into these these comments because he says this. And everybody goes, oh, it's not connected to the DC Cinematic Universe. That's bullcrap. And I'm like, down. he didn't say that. He said it's going to have its own tone and it's going to have a sense of fun. He never He didn't address the fact whether or not Shazam can show up with the Justice League. He didn't even go there, but people just want to jump to conclusions. Because even within the DC Universe and comic books and every other, I mean, it's like, uh, is Harley Quinn, you know, a serious character? Well, she exists in the DC Universe, so, but how can this be? How can she be joking and laughing and having a good time and over here Batman is dark and brooding? It just doesn't make sense. It's just... Yeah, guys, come on. Every Let's character has their own tone that you need to be true to, but that doesn't mean they can't mix. Yeah. You know? The Flash is always going to have a more fun tone than Batman, and is, yeah. and you've got to be true to that. Same thing with Shazam. That's what Shazam makes it fun. Shazam is, is a child that transforms into a massive superhero. That's got to be fun. Totally. You know, it is wish fulfillment for 12-year-olds out there. Exactly. I mean, well, name, all these movies are, let's be honest. Yeah, but course. specifically this, so yeah, you got to have that sense of fun. And I think that what he was doing is, because of all that no-jokes nonsense last week, he came out to... And this yeah. is his indirect way of kind of squashing that. Exactly. Right? Well, can you imagine going into the meeting where you're like, all right, what's the Shazam movie about and not cracking a smile? It's called Shazam. He is Shazam. That's his name. Okay. Well, well I think what's interesting about it's hilarious. It is, is that The Rock could be playing... I mean, he honestly, I, I think he could have played Shazam himself just as easily as yeah. playing Black yeah. Adam. He, that's kind of, those are kind of the roles he plays. It's kind of the serious slash jokey... Right. I mean, you look at any picture of Shazam, he's got that cheesy grin. Yeah. Right. And, you know, the whole thing is kind of... You know, it's funny, the kid who says the word and he becomes uh, a superhero. It'd be interesting if The Rock is actually playing both. Yeah, I was going to say, that. that is exactly what I was going to get to, is when do you think they're going to announce that The Rock is also playing Shazam and we're going to get a fight scene where he's fighting himself? Wow. <laughs> rock on rock wow. action. <laughs> Please. God, I really hope that happens. <laughs> it's one of those things. Wrestling fans everywhere just grabbing their chest. Oh, just freaking out. <laughs> their hearts are would, exploding. That would be right amazing. Now. Well, it's one of those things that. It'll be like the Superman 3 throwdown between Clark and Superman. Yeah, it totally would be yeah, like that. It would be. <laughs> yes. It would be so fun and tongue in cheek. And they could actually do it well. We live in an era yeah, yeah, where yeah. they could, could actually do it, do it yeah. well. And you'd be like, well, that was hilarious and dumb, but. Also awesome at the same time. That's a great. I haven't watched Superman three in a long time. I'd like to go back and, and, ne- and neither see. have I. But it sticks out. But just to see how it holds <laughs> up, because as a kid, 
that was like the coolest thing ever. That Superman was fighting himself. Yeah, yeah. I loved that as a kid. Isn't the isn't well? A lot of it doesn't hold up. I'm going to warn you. Yeah, but I'm sure. But 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 if you go in knowing that. Isn't that the one where he gets drunk too? Yep. Yeah, that's and he's he's, <laughs> he's flicking the peanuts and breaking the bottles. Yeah. Yep. Drunk, angry Superman. They really went left field on that one, but you know well, that's its own charm. It's, well, it's they kind so of bizarre. made the, that kryptonite compound. You know that that was created. It was almost had the effects of like a red kryptonite. Oh right, where okay. it turned him, you know, evil. Yeah, um, so fun. It's yeah. The opening five minutes of that movie, I just remember sitting there going. What the heck am I watching? Because <laughs> it's like it's like an old Charlie Chaplin movie because it's all like silent. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like a silent movie comedy with all these pratfalls and physical comedy oh, and man. you know like I, it's insane. I need to go back and watch that one. I don't. I hardly remember it at all, but. It's, it's not strong. But <laughs> I, I want to watch the Shazam movie and have the first five minutes be like that. Like, what the hell am I watching? Just because the 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 random nature of it could be could be good. Well, I mean, they took it a little far there, but you know, some of that stuff can be really fun. Yeah, in a mo- you know, just well, just ridiculous stuff can be can be great in a comic book movie. That's it, it, when done right. Yeah. You know? It's just. It, I think it's going to be fun to see it all come together and to introduce characters that you know a lot of people don't really know or haven't seen in a long time. Like yeah. Shazam. Yeah, I'm would, excited about it. I think that the the key is if if The Rock isn't playing both, is to get someone for Shazam that can really stand next to The Rock totally. because you 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 cast someone as as famous and as charismatic as the villain, you really need to step up with the hero. Well, there was a part of me that thought, could we have a situation where they cast a kid? And then basically do like all Bruce Banner Hulk kind of deal, like they did with Ruffalo, where Hulk is CG Ruffalo. You know, it's it's him, but it's not. They could totally do that with a kid and have his features brought into yeah, a man, yeah. and they could do it well. It, it'll just be interesting to see to see how this all how or this just all drop that whole out. premise bring in Kazam played by Shaquille O'Neal yeah oh. and then you have the ultimate throwdown yeah well, you call he well called me out done. you called me out <laughs> well because I, done. Brian called me out because I kept I keep spelling Shazam with two A's and it's totally because of that <laughs> which I've never even seen but Shaq you win again buddy like gosh that movie will guys, not man. die it won't die wow. it keeps coming back for some reason well I had managed to forget about it until right now so yeah. thank Thanks, guys. You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> Anytime, buddy. <laughs> All right, let's move on to TV. Uh, Arrow is coming back for season three, and all last season we'd been teased with Ra's al Ghul out there, uh, and this season we are going to meet him. So he's just been cast. Australian actor Matthew Nabel is cast as Ra's al Ghul and will appear in the fourth episode of season three entitled The Magician. I think what disappoints me a little bit about this casting is that Liam Neeson said not just like three days ago yeah. that if he was asked, he would love to reprise his role as... Which, it, it would make heads explode yeah. because then it Do connects you think to the Nolan trilogy. In the TV, though? In the show, the TV he show. said he would. In the TV show, though, he said? That's what he yeah, said. Yeah, he said oh. he would. I, oh, I thought it was just overall cinematic. No, because they asked him specifically about... Yeah, about Arrow. For yeah. Arrow. But I just feel... It would be so cool to get someone like Liam Neeson on Arrow. Can but you imagine? At, at the same time, <laughs> then you're that you know, then you're saying it's in the same universe and it right. it, it, it could it, cause issues. Yeah. yeah. It, so it, so, it, so it, I understand them going fresh. The yeah. continuity um, nerd in me make, makes me freak out a right, little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Once you see it, I could see that being like, well, I didn't think that was going to be an issue, but now this is just opens the floodgates on that. But at the same time, he's so brilliant. You, you know, you listen his voice is Magic. I love listening oh, to Oh, yeah. And, and I wanted more of his <clears throat> yeah. Raz. Like, yeah. after after Batman Begins, I was like, Lazarus Pit, come back. And then, you know, yeah. we never really got that. But so I would have loved to have seen it as well. However, uh, instead, we're getting we're getting this gentleman. And I'm sure he'll be great. I don't I don't know him from anything. But with a title like The Magician, it just makes me think of that. What was the animated series one with uh, the... 
the guy that with the planet fight. Prophecy of Doom? Yeah, the Prophecy of Doom. <laughs> that scares me. Good I immediately man. think about that. Yeah. And that guy and his uncanny resemblance to a Ra's al Ghul type character yeah. with his eyebrows and his facial hair just so. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, I'm not I'm not gonna commit to beard or mustache. Yeah, exactly. Just a little <laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B. I like to mix it up. But uh it's it just I'm sure they won't go that way, but the magician is a kind of a weird title for well, Raz Al Ghul. I don't think to be I don't it. think Raz is the featured character. My assumption is that Zatanna is making her. Oh right, that's there. yes, that's the obvious. Clever, yes. I, that, well, and that's what I love about Arrow. I don't know if you guys have, are caught up or yeah. I'm only yeah, actually I'm part, only first yeah. okay. season because of Netflix. Ah, uh, I know. Season two hits Netflix in like two weeks now. Oh, so because uh, some other friends. Have done the same now yeah. that they heard that it how good it is. I've been dying. Uh, but anyway, well, that's what I love about this show is how they really aren't afraid to just do what they want. You know, mm-hmm. like it feels like they they're pretty unrestricted. Like it's like anyone except Superman and Batman themselves have at it. Yeah. And so I love that you know they're going down the Razagul path. And when they talked about him all last season, you know, a lot of us thought, well. They're going to mention him, but we'll never see him. He's just going to kind of be out there. Right. Um, and because they, they had his daughter last season, mm-hmm. which was... Not Talia, by the way. No, not Talia. Nissa. Nissa. Nissa yeah. Algol. Um, mm. So I was like, oh, well, but we'll probably never see Roz because they probably don't want to go too too much down that road. And here here we are. And I just think it's cool. Well, I think I think, part of it is I think they want some of that, that Batman... Uh, flavor in there. I mean, well, they yeah, they, they have since day one. They clearly try and portray Green Arrow as a Batman-like character, and now as you know, we've seen some of the the the, the clips of Green Arrow meeting up with the Flash. They have a very Batman Superman-like relationship. Green Arrow's the dark one. Flash is the bright, plucky one. Um, but you know, <laughs> plucky, but, but, plucky but, but, well, they tease, they teased, oh, plucky. you know, Suicide Squad last yeah, season, and yeah. even Harley Quinn. You know her her voice making right. an appearance and kind of this back of her head. Yeah. Um, so you know they're trying to get some of that Batman. Of course. Uh, well, I mean, Batman characters in there. Those are characters that people want to see. Yeah, people course. know them. And it, look at Green Arrow's Rogues Gallery. Can can you name any? You know, I mean, so of course oh, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna go with the greater DC universe and specifically Batman and say who can we use that it'll make sense. You know, we did Clock, they did Clock King last. Last yeah. year, they did Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, I wouldn't say is Batman specific. It's more just DCU, right? Um, but you got Harley, but Harley, but yeah, Harley specifically. Yeah. I feel so, like they really played it smart with with Deathstroke because that was a character that really oh, yeah. was backseat. Yeah, and then Arkham or, or Ark, yeah, Arkham Origins was the thing that really brought Deathstroke right to the forefront with that amazing cinematic trailer for their game. Everybody's like, dude, He's Deathstroke yeah. is awesome. Yeah, and that was right at the same time, yeah. and so it was. Kind of like I think they <laughs> almost realized, like they planned almost it. like they knew what they were doing, <laughs> uh, and then and everybody loves Deathstroke now, and that was like a, kind of a B character that sort of made its way into the A slot, and and I think they were like, well, we've done it with this really popular character now, like why not? You know, that was sort of their test, yeah, and, and you know that now they can really have at it as long as I think I you know. Get, dip, dipping too far into the Batman you, then it, like you say, the continuity side of you just goes, oh, okay, well, what's happening in Gotham and all this stuff now? If these, you know, if the Penguin were to jump in, but, you know, you can have Ra's al Ghul and some of these other characters that sort of exist outside of Gotham as right, well. Right, right. Just as easily as they're, in Starling City. They're, they're embracing the superhero side of it, yeah. which, which, you know, I love. No, I agree. I mean, even it's going back awesome. to Smallville, you know, they had that, that no tights, no flights kind of rule, but then they... Eventually, people really loved when the Justice League characters would show up, right? Right. And right. I think they've really embraced that. We've we've seen Huntress. We're yeah. we're going to get Arsenal this year. We're going to get yeah. the Atom this year. Yeah, um, yeah, buddy. It's it, and so I think they're having fun. With yeah, it. it's it's awesome. And then they they just announced, I think yesterday or two days ago, that they're now developing a Supergirl show. Right. So. You know, we've what? got we've got yeah. Arrow, and then we have the Flash coming out next month, and now they're talking Supergirl, and so whoa, you know, DC TV, good for them. They're they're really kicking ass right now. So it's awesome, dude. It's yeah, well, they're they're all. I think you know, it's really cool to see that even just with Marvel and Agents of Shield, that was they were kind of doing the same sort of thing with some of their their tests of some of their superhero characters they were bringing in, and so I think they're sort of 
Marvel and DC are kind of playing off of one each other now, you know, uh, one another, where everybody said, you know, DC is so light years behind. You know, it feels like DC's really caught up or catching up, you know, and, and they're still doing their own thing, but... You know they're they're kind of taking their own um, uh, their own bets on stuff, and and it it's arguable that Marvel is taking notes from DC as well at this point. You know, no? can, we, can we well please, can we please get a Nightwing show, please? I know that would please. be that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I would yes, please. Before I mean, Supergirl is I I kind of get it why they're why they're going because it's really a different. Would be really a, different a very different tone. feel. Yeah. Really, it's not. Whereas a Nightwing, they could be like, well, that's sort of a Green Arrow type character, right? You know, yeah. but and plus, oh, we don't know. We don't know what plans there are for Nightwing in the cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Or yeah. even, or even in Gotham. Yeah. Speaking of Gotham, we have a few things from Gotham. Segway, <laughs> segway. Uh, little piece of Gotham news. Not a whole lot. I think we're all just waiting for the the premiere at this point. But there was an announcement of a <clears throat> a new Netflix deal uh, with Gotham that uh, the entire season one will debut on Netflix uh, immediately prior to the season premiere of season two next year, uh, 2015. And you know, you mentioned uh, Supergirl, Andy, and you know, I think some people are speculating that this may lead to more original Netflix programming from DC, hmm. uh, which could be potential. I don't know. The, the whole taking notes thing that you guys were silent about a couple seconds ago, you know, sounds like that's perfect example of exactly that. Marvel having their shows and DC having their shows. Just saying, you guys were not with me there, and look at you now. Just look at you. All right. Just look at you. <laughs> so, moving on to theme anyway. parks. <laughs> okay, so theme parks. Uh, we have Batman the Ride was announced uh, in... Texas uh, at Six Flags, and uh, people are saying that it's going to just be insane from the looks of it. Uh, not not your typical paint it uh, the color of the character, and it's this roller coaster type deal, uh, which is cool. You know, it looks like it's going to have some uh, 4D elements, which who knows what 4D is, but uh, I'm assuming it's like 3D, but even. I hope, that, I hope that some some place <laughs> half halfway through the ride you just get sprayed with Joker gas and then it's for <laughs> They kill you in yes. the ride. It's hey, we had to do it, man. We had to push it. Like that was the thing that was confusing me too because they had a they had a video, a little animatic online of the of the coaster experience. But uh, it, I mean, it looks like a coaster. It looks fun. I mean, it looks like X two here at Magic it, Mountain. Yeah, I think yeah, it's the exact same ride system. You know, they they've. They've done a number of Batman-themed roller coasters across the country, across the world, uh, at the at various Six Flags. So this one's going to be specifically at Fiesta, Texas. Opens next year. They're marketing it as 4D. To your point, uh, Jamie, I, I don't really know what the 4D Can we element stop is. Stop with the 4D thing. I mean, that was a huge thing in the 90s. You know, it was like adding X or Z to everything in the 90s. You know, <laughs> it was like this is what makes it cool, and it's like. I feel like w- with the resurgence of 3D and all that, just adding an extra D, I don't know, maybe it works. Maybe they brought people in and were like, how do you feel about 4D? <laughs> and they were like, is it even better than 3D? Well, yeah, of course it is. You know, it just It's one more D. Yeah, it's just so weird. It, it feels kind of insulting because to your it's not, intelligence. It's, you not, know? it's just weird to market it that way because a 3D experience, I would imagine you're wearing some kind of 3D glasses. But it's already 3D because it's a coaster and you're experiencing it in real life. Maybe that's their explanation. It's because you are combining the two that you're getting another dimension. I have no idea. I don't know what another dimension is. I don't know. It's probably gas. It's probably <laughs> yeah. I think you're right, Andy. It keeps coming back to that. You know, yeah, or a water spritzer. Or yeah, something like yeah. That. That, what else? What about uh, some kind of uh, scarecrow toxin? That would probably Ooh, make you good. see a fourth dimension. Yeah. Maybe which, that's the fourth dimension. Which you're going to go terror. through at sixty miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> but it's I, there. We promise. They just jar you so badly. You're like, I saw the fourth dimension. I don't know what it was, but. I it was saw bonkers, it. <laughs> and I can't get out of it. I'm freaking out. Uh, much like their other uh, Batman offerings around the country, um, you know, the Q line is expected to have a, a Batmobile and potentially even a Bat Signal. Uh, so go check that out, Batman the Ride at Six Flags Fiesta. Texas. So we need to do a, a road a trip. trip, Batman yeah. Universe road trip to Texas. I'm game. 
That would be awesome. I think we should go to all the Batman rides around the world. I love that idea. I think you should fund it, Brian. What do you think? Well, deal. <laughs> I didn't think you... Wow, you right. said yes. I don't, I don't have kids to feed or anything. <laughs> we have it on record. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> all right, moving on to uh, toys, merchandise, and other expensive collectibles. Um, Hot Toys is releasing uh, the Batman Armory with Bruce Wayne and Alfred. This was at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. So when I was going through these notes, I clicked. I was like, oh, I remember seeing that. Yes. And uh, it's it's for people who, who thought the other Hot Toys... Uh, Offerings were too reasonably priced, and so <laughs> this one uh, can be yours. It comes with the Bruce Wayne figure, the Alfred Pennyworth figure, and then uh, that that Batman armory from the Dark Knight trilogy, or specifically the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises, uh, for a mere six hundred and twenty four dollars and ninety nine cents. I think we we have a theme now with our merchandising segment is we try to find the highest priced items we can. We in, should just call this Batman. crap we can't afford. <laughs> yes. Like, that's what this section should be called. We're practically begging you, Batman listeners, to buy them for us so that we can review them here on the show. Yeah, we'll tell you how much we love them. We'll play with them all the time. No problem. Whatever you guys want. We'll sit and record for hours while we play with these toys. So as I was putting together today's notes, I tried to find a few lower ticket items that average people like ourselves could actually afford. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the Funko Pop Vinyls. Uh, I've been waiting for these to come out. They released the uh, the Arkham Asylum Harley Quinn. It was in a Hot Topic exclusive. They're cheap to you know. They're like ten bucks, uh, but you can now pre-order the entire Arkham Asylum line of Funko Pop vinyls, which include uh, Batman, Joker, Harley, Killer Croc, and Poison Ivy. So you can pre-order them from Entertainment Earth. Uh, visit their website and and get those. They look really cool. I, I gotta love, say, I love the pop vinyls. This this Batman is probably the most pissed off looking pop vinyl yes, that I've seen. Yes, today. He's that very was my surly. He yeah. that was my first reaction. And, I, and he's got long ears, it. long Arkham ears. Right, which is cool. That is yeah. cool. But I mean, yeah, with the big eyes that is signature for the pop the pop uh, vinyl yeah. figurines, mm-hmm. it's like. It really makes him even more menacing looking with that hardened brow. I'm like, he looks kind of crazy. Like, I'm yeah. a little afraid of this very fun looking figure. <laughs> I am scared to death of it. <laughs> like, that's one of those figures you buy and then you wake up at night and you see it sitting on your shelf and you're like, maybe I got to move that somewhere else because that's might be a little much, a little scary for me. <laughs> Seeing those eyes, those menacing. Yeah. The bat looking at... Uh, am I alone here? Yeah, I had a girl no, in the dark no, it, swamp it has thing a when scowl. I was a kid. I used to scare the crap out of me at night. <laughs> if they made the big version of it, right? Because they, they made that Batman that was, what, maybe uh, 12 inches tall? Yeah. They did the, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Right. Uh, in fact, there was rumors that the Killer Croc pop vinyl was actually going to be a large uh, large head one. That would have been rad, which man. Which I think would have been cool. But uh, those ones are kind of freaky. They are abnormally... Maybe they don't get that. I, I could see them being like, we're not going to get this kind of pull for, for Killer Croc. You know, you could do a big Batman. Of course, people it. love it. Would you? Yeah, I'd buy it. How much are those big ones? They're like 30 bucks. Mm, that's reasonable. Yeah. It's a lot of vinyl. That's it is a, a lot, lot of vinyl. A lot of vinyl. It's a commitment to shelf space. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the trick right there. Yeah. They are cool, though. But more pop vinyls to fill up your shelves. Exactly. For a reasonable price. Okay, so moving on to the the uh, UD replicas, which are these uh, motorcycle suits that they've been creating for all of the superhero, not all the superheroes, but I mean, a cavalcade of the superheroes. Uh, this can we just call this a suit? I mean, it's a motorcycle suit, but it's like I would buy that and then buy a motorcycle just to wear it. Yeah. Or, or maybe not even that. I would just wear that around. I think I, I would just wear it every because they look. I good would enough. drive a moped with it. <laughs> like I don't step care. Step out of your VW Bug. <laughs> they with are that cool. Sucker on. They are pretty cool. It's got that factor where it's kind of like, where do you wear this? I mean, it's even on it's, the five it's awesome. Yeah, basically, you would want to wear that all the time. They're they're high ticket, just as all these things are, and I'd be like. When, when do you take this off? Because it's almost like people who carry around their motorcycle helmet all the time. There's a certain point where you're like, okay, we get it. You Isn't that a Dane Cook bit? Or, or oh, is it? Tosh? Oh, maybe. Right, he didn't buy the motorcycle. He just buys the helmet. Okay, yeah. So prob- he can walk into a bar and look like a biker. Totally. <laughs> like, Isn't that like, like Joey Tribbiana? Uh, he, he, didn't he have like the... The Ferrari jacket, but and then a bunch of boxes with a cover, yeah, something like that. <laughs> this is that. Yeah. This is the epitome of that to me. It's like 
it's really cool, but and you would want. I mean, I would want to leave that thing on all the time, like the gloves and all that. But it gets to a point where it's like, if you wear it too long, I don't know. You're kind of like the, the first day. It's cool. By month two, it's douchey. Yeah, you know all your friends are behind <laughs> your back going. Yeah, when the hell is he going to yeah. take that thing off? I mean, this is just it's over. It's over the top. It's too much. He thinks yeah. he's freaking Batman. He, did you hear him change his voice last time? He last time he welcomed us all into his house. He said, "Welcome to our house." Yeah, no, that's that's that suit. That's that's what that's going to do to you. So <laughs> honestly, I think I would be terrified of it getting ruined because I mean they're not cheap. So I think it's more of a display piece for your collection. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's a weird thing because every yeah. time I see them at any con, I'm like, these are awesome, and I would love to own them, but. Yeah. Where and how and I mean, yeah. if you've got the swagger to just pull these off and just be like, I don't give a crap. I'm wearing this all the time. More power to you. But I just, again, yeah, I think it just would go back to your buddies being like, you know, ever since he got that freaking suit, man, <laughs> he hasn't been the same. He's ordering people around. <laughs> he beat up some guy in an alleyway for no reason. You like, can't help. He's it. always perched on the rooftop. <laughs> it's like, just come down here and eat some wings. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> I mean, you look cool. I'm not going to lie. You look awesome. But this is ridiculous. Just hang out with us. So after all that, <laughs> you, you can pre-order this. <laughs> it almost feels like I'm not insulting right it, but I'm really just, it's like I'm jealous, yeah, truthfully. Because if you had it, you'd be. Oh, I'd be wearing it every day. Um, unfortunately, no, you can't get a cowl or a helmet to go with it. But uh, if it's like his other bat suits, you can purchase them in pieces. Uh, but this is specifically Arkham Knight, so to add to kind of the UD Replicas line of, of Batman. Uh, but I think they also have a Dark Knight uh, armor version. They have Batman Beyond. Wicked. Yeah, they're all uh, awesome. And now Arkham Knight is added to that list as well. I just want to. Buy, cool. I just want to buy the gloves and the utility belt and just show up at work one day wearing those, acting like I've been wearing them forever. And everyone's like, "So what's with the?" And I'm like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And just ride that lightning as long as I can. <laughs> well, so I'm saving up my money. <laughs> so when this happens, guys, you know, I hope you'll support me. All right. One last piece of, uh, of merchandise we wanted to tell you about from Hot Wheels, their elite line. Uh, DC Entertainment revealed uh, uh, Batman Returns Batmobile uh, 1. 43rd scale uh, die cast replica is available now for fifty nine ninety five. so we wanted to give you one more thing that uh, average people like us can purchase uh, so get that Batman Returns Batmobile it's pretty cool it looks wicked uh, and lastly uh, Jamie uh, has a, a little piece of uh, listener feedback for us to go over and we got yeah we got a comment from oh, yeah. uh, Ter- Terry Houston. Hopefully I'm saying that right from Northport, Alabama. Uh, thanks for commenting, Terry. It says, "Hey guys, I'm loving the rebooted podcast, and you guys are rocking it. You talked about this a little bit, but I'm wondering if you what your thoughts might be on the popularity of superhero versus comic book movies in general." Uh, or slash comic book movies in general. I've read a lot of stuff saying that the bubble is getting close to bursting, and I'm wondering if you think that might be true or that could possibly push things over that cliff. Thanks again for the great content and keep up the discussions. Thank you, Terry. We really appreciate it. Glad you're enjoying the show. Um, what do you guys think? I This comes up a lot, and it usually comes up after a bad movie, you know, or, or a movie that's not well-received. Uh, last time I remember really hearing this conversation was after Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, it's the end. It's finally, it's the oversaturation of, of the the market with, with comic books and superheroes in general. Um, my personal opinion, and obviously, you know, we're biased because we're fans of this kind of stuff. But and I, we don't care if the bubble is burst. <laughs> just keep making them. I don't. I don't <laughs> think it's going away. As long as they make good movies, people will still go see them, and and they'll continue to get reinvented. You know, you look at it, the Joel Schumacher Batman films as 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 much as people you know, spew venom over those films, it ultimately didn't kill the Batman franchise. In fact, Andy and I were just saying the other day, if it weren't for Batman and Robin, we never would have gotten Batman Begins. So these things kind of go in cycles. Even if there's a bad movie or a movie that people don't like, uh, there's likely going to be another filmmaker or another creator who will have a, a different take on that character that will reinvigorate it uh, or, or reinvent it for, for a new uh, generation of moviegoers. So I don't think 
you know, I, I know it's cliche at this point, you know, to call these characters kind of our own modern mythology, but I, I think it's actually true in some way. I think these superheroes have, now have uh, resonate in, in a multi-generational sense. Uh, what is our Batman today? In 20 years, will be reinvented by a new creator who has a different take on on Batman or any of these other characters. So I, in my personal opinion, I don't think they're going. Away. Yeah, they're so malleable. It's it's hard to say that you know. I think of like spy movies and things like that. It's like they go in waves. There's good ones. There's bad ones. It happens. Um, you know, it is sort of the hot ticket right now for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it almost reminds me of kind of uh, the early thousands, the late 90s when everything was in 3D. There were people that were making movies that were 3D just because they were like, well, everyone's seeing these because they're 3D. Well, I think that that will happen. I think the people that are making comic book movies just to make a comic book movie to make a buck, yeah, that, as far as the bubble bursting, that will happen. And those will fall off and and the popularity will subside in that respect. But what what's good that comes out of it is people realize, well... You know, just as with 3D happened, they're like, well, this is just a medium and this is just a way to tell a story. And we still have Pixar making great films uh, and, and DreamWorks and all these other guys make doing awesome stuff. Disney Animation doing great stuff, you know. So it goes up and down. But, um, you know, as far as, uh, as far as the comic book overall movie bubble bursting, no, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think that we're going to get some... We'll get some bad movies, but I mean, we've already seen that. I mean, Fantastic Four was one of the first uh, comic book movies in, uh, in X-Men in the early thousands, and, you know, arguably uh, X-Men was okay, and Fantastic Four not so good, but, you know, that, we continued on, and I think we'll, I think we'll just have that throughout I don't know the next you know, 50 I think years, as long, years as long as you're inspiring that next generation of, of filmmakers right yeah. so you look at the a lot of the movies that are being made today off of you know classic 1980s properties you know we've seen G.I. Joe we've seen Transformers uh, there's been rumors of, of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe still waiting on that one I know come I know. on He-Man let's go it. and Voltron I mean these things that we grew up with in the 80s that have now inspired our generation of uh, filmmakers and they're creating you know, you know, movies, good and bad, but, you know, they were inspired, right? So I think this crazy influx of superhero films is going to inspire a lot of kids today to want to make their own types of movies, maybe superhero films, maybe, you know, or, or write new comic books or whatever. Um, so I just think it's it's cyclical. Yeah, and I think... I think- Great points all around. I but if you look at the superhero genre <laughs> as, as a genre, no, no, I'm I'm agreeing. Yeah, I'm just saying. Advocate. I would say the the genre really started in earnest in 1989 with Batman 89 because we did get uh, quite a few comic book based. Yeah, they really started rolling in. More. Rolling in after that, you know, because then we that was when we saw the Rocketeer and the Shadow and Dick Tracy and a lot of these other these other cult heroes start hitting the big screen, and none of them enjoyed the success of Batman, but they all kept coming. And then you know we kind of hit a new era with 2000, 2002 with X Men and Spider Man, which really we saw more of these in development. And then I would say we kind of hit this new golden age in 2008 with Iron Man, and once Marvel Studios really got their footing and started churning these out the way they have so really we've seen kind of a very natural growth for 25 years now so that's already i think a pretty successful and strong basis and timeline of where they're not going anywhere i I think you're right you are going to get those one-off movies that aren't well received or or aren't of a particular quality and they're going to get forgotten or abandoned but the overall, the overall genre will survive right. because for every for every lousy one, you, you're going to get two or three that are okay or good or great, and and it will keep rolling on. So much like you said, like spy films, and you know this is kind of a subgenre of action films. Yeah, right now it's the hot ticket. Is it always going to be the number one hot ticket? Maybe not, but it's always going to be there. Mm-hmm. And 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 you might see the output dip here and there. Uh, depending on on where these plans happen with Marvel Studios and specifically Warner Brothers and what goes on with the rights of some of these other properties at Fox and Sony and whatnot. But it's been around for 25 years, hasn't gone anywhere yet. Right now, they're bigger than they've ever been. It's a great time to be here. And they're good. And And they're good. You know, to me, it's almost like we've already seen that dip and now we're at a time where it is popular 
but people also understand that they have to really put some weight into these things. Right. I mean, look at the budgets and look at what they're making. So all around, it's like, okay, yeah, they're making a ton of money, but at the same time, they're not just spilling them out. They're making this money because they're great movies. You know? Yeah. And so it's really this golden age where we are getting the, the money put towards these films to make them great and the writing to make them great and the seriousness towards these characters that, you know, a lot of people have felt they've deserved for a long time, you know, and that very, not very often was happening before is happening with characters like the Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, I mean, characters that people were just like, well, this is all jokes. The whole thing, it's got, it can't, there can't be any serious, there's still serious moments in that, and it's not supposed to be a joke. There's jokes in the movie, they're fun, but they're seri- taken seriously, they're characters, and it's... It's great. Well, and the technology has, you know, I don't think our, the audience today is not as fascinated by, uh, you know, the visual effects or the technology. It's 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 just give me a great story. Tell me, you know, sh- give me a great film. Don't distract and, me with it, right, if anything. Yeah. Right. It's not it's not technology or visual effects for technology and visual effects sake. Right. Um, you know, so now the, the bombastic elements that we see in comic books, uh, superpowers are able to be, you know, realized exactly the way or even better than what we've seen uh, in the comics. And I think it's very telling, you know, in a summer like this one where you have, you know, typically the, the big ticket heroes like like X-Men and Spider-Man, frankly, and who kind of took a backseat to Captain America and Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy, a group of characters that, you know, almost nobody knew. And to be, you know, received the way it has, I think, is is very exciting for, you know, uh, you know characters like Shazam um, yeah. that, that aren't as familiar. Yeah. And to see how, you know, how people uh, respond to it. They, they can go into that well uh, that is very deep for uh, comic book fans and, and bring them about in, in ways that will make them uh, known to a larger audience. So, anyways. so hopefully that answers your question, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> and... Very long-winded, but yeah, we obviously have a lot to say about it. We are obviously very opinionated about it. Um, but that's why we have a point. Yeah, and we got a, we got a couple <laughs> other uh, uh, a couple other little pieces of feedback from you listeners, and this is great. We love hearing from you because this is now our our fifth episode yeah. since mm-hmm. since taking over the show. Oh, and we should say congrats really quick. This is the hundredth. Yeah. Uh, podcast, oh, this is so the hundredth. The centennial. Yeah. Yeah. So happy birthday, happy Batman Universe, Batman Universe, and to all the guys, Dustin, all you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Um, but yeah, we you know we've been up here and we've been talking for a couple episodes now, and we're like. Do people like what we're doing? We're talking to ourselves. Is, is anybody listening? So we're getting a couple notes back finally, which is great. So please send us any feedback. Uh, we want to hear what you guys think, what you want to hear. We good want you to like us, good or bad. Uh, unless yeah. it's bad, then keep it to yourself. Yeah, you're right. Uh, my, I, you know, I just don't think I could handle that kind of rejection. Back to the future reference, too. It's, it's yeah. a hot ticket today. Uh, but anyway, Jonathan from Twitter says, uh, really liking the revamped podcast, very energetic and relevant. The host sound enthusiastic and humorous great job well if as long as we come off enthusiastic about batman then i think that we have done our job it's really not hard for us really. it's not we, we truly like batman it's not <laughs> is this mic even on these are <laughs> we nope. don't care don't <laughs> these care. are the conversations we would have whether there was a microphone or not but thank you jonathan we, thank we, you we jonathan. do appreciate that awesome. um, we will continue to to do our best to make you proud uh, and then James from Facebook uh, says, Great episode. I agree with you guys that DC needs to put a little bit more effort into helping their other characters get more recognition. I guess they sort of tried with Green Lantern and it didn't do well, so maybe they've been shying away from it because of that. But Marvel made Iron Man, Thor, and Guardians of the Galaxy into big hits, even though they weren't as well known to non-comic book fans as Spider-Man and the X-Men. And DC has had huge success with Arrow on TV, so it can be done uh, if the movies and shows are done well. Agreed, and it looks like they're they're you know they've got their courage built up again. I mean, we're about to see a Shazam movie being made. So yeah, I mean, and we've got we've got two writers plugging away at Aquaman as we speak, yeah. which is also mind blowingly cool. Yeah, so they were like challenge accepted. Yeah, so so, so we do agree. Uh, we do think I I think Green Lantern probably made them pull back a little bit, and they're like, oh, let's just stick to Batman and Superman. You know, different scares us, but. 
because of, of, I think, what Zack Snyder, David Goyer, Chris Terrio are all doing with Batman v Superman, it has kind of empowered Warner Brothers to say, no, let's not let one setback completely it's not the character. scare us off. It was it's just not. The, it wasn't the writing the and, and just some of the element, and it's not over. I mean, it didn't do well, but it's not a horrible movie. But yeah, it's just I, not I, as great I, as yeah, it could be. I, I kind of like it, yeah, so like it, but. For, for what it's worth. But but regardless, it wasn't a financial success. Yeah. Um, but it's nice to see, you know, after that little setback with this new DC Cinematic Universe, how... Again, you know, we're looking at a Wonder Woman movie. We're we're looking at Shazam. We're looking at Aquaman. So uh, I think DC is getting there. Uh, and I think it, it helps that Harry Potter's over and The Hobbit is over. And Warner Bros. like, we need ten. What are we going to do next? <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. it, it, whatever. Whatever it takes. Yes. So uh, I think they are getting there, and I'm excited to see what the future holds. Well, I think you know uh, Kevin Feige from Marvel Studios. I heard him say once that um, he doesn't believe in the tiers of characters that this is an A-list, this is a B-list, and so on and so forth, that it's their job as filmmakers to make them all top-tier characters. Absolutely. And I think that's a, that's a great approach. Or if, yeah. you, if you don't go, well, this character's dumb, well, like, well then make him cool. Yeah. You know, make him make yeah. him make him relevant and fun or whatever. And and honestly, Jeff Johns has taken that approach with the comic books for years now. Right. Is he he says, give me the ones that get made fun of. Give me the ones that are silly. I want to. I want to play with those. That's why he took on Vibe. That's why you know. That's why he wanted to write Aquaman. Like he feels the same way. He's like all of these characters have value, and it's all in the approach. And he he's been writing great Aquaman stuff. You know, like so. I didn't read Vibe. I'll be I'll be honest with you. <laughs> but <laughs> well, the point is. is but the point is, is pitch is Batman exactly, to yeah. somebody that has never heard of Batman and try and make it cool and 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 watch their reaction. I mean, honestly. At, at the base value, whoa, whoa, uh, I, hey, 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 just hear me out, okay? It's a guy who dresses up like a bat and beats up people. That's like, the coolest thing you've ever said. Okay, I'm just saying it is still pretty cool. All right, I'd, <laughs> I'd be one of her. But it, it, just when you say it like that, it's it's one of those things that feels so obviously cool because we've seen it done so amazingly They'd say, so many times. A bat, give oh, up, man. man, give me a break, will you? <laughs> yes, they would. So. I think that about does it, right, guys? Yep. I think so. Yeah, so thank you guys again for listening. Thanks for keeping with us. Um, you know, keep those comments and questions going. We'll roll with them the best that we can. And uh, on behalf of all of us, this has been the Batman Universe. The Batman Universe is not affiliated with Warner Brothers or DC Entertainment. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies or organizations that they happen to work for. But thanks for joining us for this episode, and we will see you around Gotham.